Welcome to another episode of the Novum Insightful. I'm here with Yure Z of Clout Art, which is the next NFT token coming to market with a great focus on extracting influencer photos from the mainstream, putting them on the blockchain. A lot of trends both in decentralized finance and and the NFT or non-fungible token space um, and and influencer marketing uh, are tracked by this this project. Um, we're really excited by a Novum. Um, we decided to invest and have been following it for a while. Yure, really looking forward to finding out a bit more about Cloudtop. Thank you for having me, Toby. Really excited as well. We were saying just before we started this recording um, that you've been um, just flat out, right? Like I go in your Telegram group and there's message after message. There's what close to 40,000 people there, I think. Um, what's the journey like at the moment? Well, I'll tell you, it's, um, it is somewhat exhausting, but it kind of like it fades away in, in the vision of what this can become and where it can go. Uh, because I think we have captured, you know, the timing is just amazing right now in, in terms of where the NFTs are, where the whole market is, is moving. The social tokens momentum is kind of growing. The DAOs are kind of, you know, they had, DAOs had their moment, but I think now the next wave of DAOs is coming along. So, so for us, I think we're really happy that among all the products out there, we have something. So we have a product that we've been developing for the last six months actively. Before that, it was an idea and the concept and everything. We're super excited about it. You know, just, not just getting uh, the project out there as as a token, but to, to get a product out there, a product that is targeted to the mainstream and that will hopefully help some of the creators that we are trying to target. Amazing. And and obviously, like the current sale is for your native token Sway. How does that work? Well, that's a great question and, and, and a funny story as well, because our, our story evolved basically was you know, we started with, with CloudArt as uh, we like to call it an NFT minting platform in a marketplace for social media posts, which is in short, you know, what, what it represents. But then the more we looked into um, what we want to do, how we want to support the creators, the more it became obvious that, you know, the creator economy is something that is going to be drastically changed with the NFTs because NFTs provide that content layer, that first and important part. And so what we did then is we started working with, with Origin Ventures from London um, on developing a token model that would allow us to capture the value for the creator and for the community. And we came up with what I think is, is, is just brilliant. I mean, I'm super excited about that. We, that's going to be launching the version 2.0, but that's kind of like, I think it's going to be pivotal in how creators make money, in how uh, they're empowered by the communities, in how you know, the communities get back by supporting the creators. And, you know, looking at from like, you know, helicopter perspective, I think this whole, this whole project is kind of encapsulating the transition from Web 2.0 to Web 3.0. We're at, at, at the point in time where we're able to take social capital and tokenize it basically and turn it into value that is not measured in likes and comments but maybe in total value lock. 
So Sway comes in as a token that is enabling all these operations, that is enabling the staking part. The staking is kind of like the big story around it. Um, you know, you take Sway and you stake it with, with creator pools. Um, and then with that, you're basically expressing your support to a creator. And then the, this, these creator pools, you know, right now they work with cloud art, but long-term what we plan to do is we plan to make these available to, to any decentralized marketplace. So anytime a creator would be selling any kind of NFT, and again, like I'm going back to NFTs because that's the, the layer that was required to get this done, to, to have a solid economic model. You have to bring, they have to drive that value from the NFT to the model. So anywhere where you have a decentralized marketplace, you would be able to basically plug into that. And every time you make a sale, you know, you would kind of be fueling that, that, um, that economic model for your communities as a creator. I think you know we are very close to what could be sustainable and in the long term could really help creators uh, build and maintain their own creator economies. Amazing, amazing. Um, I guess it, it's good to unpack a bit sort of the way the process will work, right? So, so you can stake your tokens to a particular creator, um, encourage the creator to come onto the platform and then secure significant earnings from the creator's own NFTs. Is that the way it would work? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, um, maybe go through, maybe let's go through the whole process. The version one, what's one thing that I would like to point out is that we did, uh, we really researched how, again, values transmitted from 2.0 to 3.0. Web 3.0 is, you know, on the content layer, it's NFTs. In, in Web 2.0, it's social media posts. Like any kind of content basically can be tokenized, can be turned into an NFT. We just decided to go with, um, with social media posts because Instagram and TikTok is the media of our generations. Like this is what we consume the most. And, and you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, you know, we decided to go with Instagram first. It makes sense. You know, it's visual. People like to see images. Um, and then we said, okay, is there a value hidden in these posts? And how can we measure that value? And when we measure it, can we transfer it into a Web 3.0 ecosystem? So where it exists in a decentralized way. And that was, a, that was, a quite, a, that was quite a task. Most people would do, or most projects would do, is like, just take the picture and, and mint, it, mint an NFT on OpenSea. And it's not about that at all. I'm trying to explain that to people for like four months now. The point is like, there is value in image, but the value is not captured in image alone. It's in who's the creator, how much likes does he have, how many followers, what's the sentiment. Uh, you know, we store that into metadata of an NFT. And then we also provide uh, a score. We call it cloud art score. The reason why that is important is because, you know, right now the NFT marketplace is just booming like crazy. And I've been in this space since 2018. I do not know what to buy. I, sometimes I'm literally like, I'm lost. You know, there's <laughs> so many art pieces. You have to do a ton of research. And there is this, for me at least, you know, there was always this lack of quantitative element where it would say, here's an index that's, you know, like, this is good. This is better. And I'm super happy about all the appraisal, NFT appraisal projects that are coming out because I think they'll change the, the landscape really big. Uh, so, but what we did is like, we said, okay, can we take all the data and turn that into some kind of a score? 
And right now, you know, with CloudArt, what you are doing is you're taking something that is original that has been made in, I don't know, five, six years ago. Um, you are turning that into an NFT. You're appending a score to it. But at the same time, we request that you delete that original post because that's the only way uh, you can basically transfer value. And based on what you know, we've kind of researched and, and talked about with people, you'll probably never be able to transfer the whole value of, of, of a post. It's like, you know, if you have Mona Lisa and then you'd have another Mona Lisa that's a copy, but it's the first copy. It was made by the original artist's brother. Uh, it's, it's also stored in Lourdes in Paris. So all of that is still there, right? But it's not the original. And then if the original gets burned, how much of the value would get captured by, by the first copy? And mm. funny thing is that we think a lot. You know, there, there's not a significant number. You know, I've talked to people. Some say 90%, some say at least a half. But the idea here is that you are basically sacrificing the original post to transfer majority of the value into something that is now liquid. And you can sell it and you can trade it. Amazing. Um, it's very smart. Um, it reminds me in a way of like the currency, right? Where you're, you're getting the influencer to opt to burn their Instagram photo that I guess has value for them, right? Like they capture um, some of the shares of the revenue once they're an influencer, right? Probably much more by bringing it over to the blockchain. The idea is that you are basically sacrificing one of your posts and these should be like good posts. It's not like you're going to sell the ones with three likes or four likes. You know, what we're looking towards is like, I don't know, Ronaldo selling the post that he was with Juventus for the first time you know, when he changed the club. I'm 99% sure that there's some fan out there of Juventus that's going to go like, oh crap, I need that NFT. However much I have to pay for it. It's just, you know, I'm having it. Like, so there's, there's this trade-off. And I think that's why deleting a post is so important because that's how you can kind of transfer value. You have to sacrifice something to get something else on the other end. And, you know, like, um, funny enough, Origin Protocol, which is not the same as Origin Ventures from, from London, uh, Origin Protocol is a product that's been around like for, uh, I think, four years. Uh, they did, you know, some NFT drops and some NFT um, collections. And one of them was uh, they decided to basically put on auction Charlie Bit My Finger. That's that famous viral video. You know, There's like two kids and one is biting the other one's finger. And, and, and it's super funny. And at some point, it's like it was super you know, viral on YouTube. And they sold that for $700,000 or $800,000 which is amazing. But what they did then is they took it off YouTube. And that's where you kind of have that scarcity element, right? And there's mm. like a bit of controversy around that. Should you, you know, do you want to delete that, not having it accessible to people anymore? I think it's an important part to kind of have people understand that the value is there, was there, and now it's, it's residing somewhere else. And that's what, what we're all about. It's funny, um, like... I've been playing around a lot with the NFT market, I guess largely riding this avatar trend, right? Which is um, probably a bit overheated and, and would be nice if, if other things became popular, right? Um, like the massive success of Damien Hurst's currency um, because it's like real art and it's 
kind of intriguing and conceptually the names are good right but it's um it's very early days it seems that the traction around a lot of like the unique one-on-one artists and those kind of things is well clearly clearly it's selling for big sums every so often but there's not that same feeding frenzy around it how are you seeing the nft market Tell you honestly, I'm I'm a bit confused. Um, it's gone way beyond I could ever imagine, like three, four years ago when this whole NFT craze started with CryptoKitties. And you know, funny that you, you've said the real art. So that's always like a philosophical question of what is the real art, what is not art. So you know, if you ask us, you know, we're kind of selling the idea that we are the art of monetizing the most valuable content that you have and turning your your cloud into art. But I think all of this is very good because in long term, you are supporting, I think, a group of people that, that have been kind of like forgotten in the last, at least in the last decade. Like the artists, they've never really come to, to be mainstream. They've never really, you know, apart from all the avatars and monkeys and, and, and penguins and, and, and crypto punks, there's serious artists that are now able to create. And the funny observation I had the other day was like how crypto is helping people and these like subcultures flourish is like, you know, with, with 2017, the ICOs were kind of the, the hot the hot thing, right? You had all these extremely smart developers who were in love with open source since day one. You know, all of a sudden they had the right instruments and the mechanics to basically raise funds to get paid. This time around, it's the artists that have the ability. I still think that the NFT market is is totally oversaturated with art of questionable value. Every now and then you can see what's being properly managed in the back to make sure that the floor price is going up. So, I mean, it's like, it, it's the game everybody seems to be comfortable playing right now up to a point where I think we will have a big, big, big correction. It's weird, right? Because the, the there was quite a good post by... Again, in crypto world, the croissant, so, so an anonymous croissant on Twitter. Essentially, he was comparing the market caps of Board 8 Yacht Club, Crypto Punks, and Crypto Kitties, I think. So, so like the three most iconic projects in the space, more or less. The three of them combined didn't add up to the market cap of Shiba Inu token at its peak. And then you've only got 200,000 wallets so far on OpenSea. And it's much more easily understandable as to why there would be value in a cloud art, in a even a board eight yacht club avatar, right? Like it's fairly understandable to your man in the street. And then you go, well, you add a mutant serum to it and it goes crazy. And it clearly is a very um, bizarre environment at the moment, right? Like you can make five times the money in a week by just riding these things. Um, and yeah, that's unsustainable. But the, the natural scarcity of these projects is quite intriguing as well, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, we look at crypto, one of the major, I think, emotions that, that's driving, that has been driving the market since, at least since I've, I've, I've stepped in, is, is FOMO. So I usually <laughs> say to my friends, it's FOMO and greed. I think... With, with NFTs, the FOMO component can be so much higher because not only do you have 
100 of, of these punks or apes or whatever, but each of them is an individual kind of character that has special traits. Mm. And these traits are, you know, just adding up to that uniqueness, FOMO. Like, mm. you know, I can, I can imagine like when, when the serum, the mutant serum came out, there was like people around the world just looking at this and going, oh, crap, I need to get my hands on this one and that one. And I need to apply this serum to, to, to my ape. And so I, I, it's not just, you know, coming in at the best price of, of, of a, what would be a liquid token like we're used to, or we were used to. It's a completely different landscape with this now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. I'll, we'll see what happens. I, am, um, I see there's a lot of opportunity and, and a good friend of mine, also an advisor, uh, Josh Galloway, I know he's he's really researched this space and knows a lot about uh, about NFTs and collections and how how they should be launched. And uh, yeah, we talk a lot. We talked a lot last week about how to actually launch this. And one of the things that he mentioned was like with Board API Club, like if you're in there, the value that you're getting out. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not in there, so you know, if any of your listeners is maybe he can help out and, and correct me. But the value that you're getting from the conversations that you're having is insane. It's like you get in first on, on the other auctions, on the other drops. You get in first on, on you know, token sale, uh, pre-sales, stuff like that. So it's kind of like having these exclusive members-only communities and the value is kind of locked in, in that. Have you thought at all about like if Instagram like decides to try and shut you down or because you're trying to encourage people to take posts off Instagram and kind of essentially being a competitor like have you thought about the implications of that yeah I you know we of course we, we did think about that and it's first off what what I have to say is the way we've built this we're not plugging into any APIs from Instagram so we're doing this completely decentralized. The parsing works from different servers around the world. So we're accessing only public data, right? We're not tapping into anything that would be unavailable to anybody else. We want to become the standard of how value from Instagram is moved into, into you know, an NFT. If you want to kind of validate that or, or just, just check that we're not trying to fool with anybody and giving him a higher or lower cloud art score, you can do that. You know, we want to open source that algorithm at some point in time so that everybody has access to it. But, but obviously, you know, kind of like the, the funny thing when we were talking about this project was we wanted to start with the PR announcement saying this NFT project is helping creators make money by taking their pictures out of Instagram. <laughs> That's something that would kind of get a lot of attention. We'll see if we'll go with that with, with, when we announce the launch. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll tell you this, like, I think we are, we are looking at Instagram, what they're doing. I don't think they're going to tap into kind of like the model that we're having. To them, I, I see them like there's still a 2.0 platform. And it's not just the platform. It's, it's the whole narrative in the back. They're a publicly traded company. They have to be profitable. They have to make sure that whatever they do is bringing money into their bank. So, you know, if they go down this road and NFT these creations, I think it won't be around empowering the creators. Although, you know, a fancy marketing campaign might say that. But it won't be around um, building communities, you know, supporting the creators as well. Do they have the ability to kind of come far way ahead in front of us with that? I think yes. 
but it's not the model of Instagram specifically we're looking at long term. I think you know, cloud art is an enabler for what the, this bigger picture should be around creator economy. And that is, you know, the Sway protocol and, and empowering creators, not just when they want to mint an Instagram photo, but on every possible decentralized service that they're using out there where NFTs are a part of that. So what we're looking at right now is there's a lot of social NFT platforms coming out, but they're not a competitor really because what, you know, what we're doing is like, we're not an app that, that would be mimicking Instagram and putting NFTs on top of it. We are an app that allows you to use Instagram to tap into the communities that you've been building for the last 10 years and help you make money out of it, right? Uh, so that's something that we're observing. And there is right now no other big player that you know, we would be aware of that would be doing that minting part and then that marketplace part all at the same time. But in terms of big platforms, you know, I'd be more than happy to talk to Instagram down the road if they come along and they say, listen, you know, we're super excited to see how you've taken 20 million photos of our uh, servers and have people delete them. Maybe I can't expect they'll take the excited approach somehow. Fascinating project. Um, and good luck with your failure, eh? Um, thank you very much for your time here. And I'm sure we'll be discussing um, the future of NFTs and where things are going for a long time to come. Thanks for having me, Toby. Uh, an exciting future lies ahead of us, so let's make the most out of it. Thank you.